What's going on? It's your boy Tez Reacts back at it again with another episode of the We're Not Experts podcast. Um, I am one of your hosts. I got Eric here. I got Mac here. And we're going to go ahead and get into some topics. All right, so first and foremost, like we start all the time, uh, how was you guys this week? Sure, it was good to go, man. I just got a lot of stuff done, a lot of stuff around the house, and now we're just relaxing finally. Long weekend. Yeah, my week's typically boring as hell, man. I'm just sitting in the house all day. You know what I mean? So just going. I mean, just doing a lot of research for the most part. That's all I do. Yeah, uh, my week for the most part has been pretty run-of-the-mill. Um, ain't nothing too crazy that's been going on. Like I said, I just recently started coaching the girls on cross-country. Well, not the girls, not just the girls, but my son, too. And they're all doing cross-country this year, so I always take them for a little run. They always hate me afterwards, but then, you know, it's a good time. <laughs> I mean, so it's been a lot going on in the media lately. But for the most part, it's been a lot of like doom and gloom news that I've been seeing. Um, so let me see. I guess I'll start us off with a light topic, something that's kind of funny that I thought was funny anyway. It's just uh, Draymond Green uh, punching Jordan Poole. I'll show share the uh, video real quick, and then we'll uh, we'll talk about it. As you can see, you got Draymond Green over in the corner. You got Jordan Poole over there in the uh, the silver jersey talking. And that is all she wrote right there. I might even really see the punch, though. Mm. Mm. It was a mean little punch. So first and foremost, one thing I will say is somebody walking in your space like that, the very first thing you should probably do is put your hands up. It's, it's a fact. <laughs> It'll be, but we all know we all we all know Draymond was like that, man. But I didn't know. I thought he played a persona. I didn't know he does that stuff with his teammates, man. <laughs> I mean, I ain't gonna lie to you. I've been sucker punched before, but never with somebody directly in my face like that. Like I ain't never seen nothing happen like that. And I know, I know just growing up, I know personally from experience, you know, somebody's in your face like that nine times out of 10, you're gonna get hit. But as you can see, the uh, like it was a practice video and a lot of people are online. They're saying that the video should have never been shown in the first place. Do you agree or disagree? I disagree personally. I mean, stuff like that we need to see because dude's been playing dirty his entire career, man. Well, me, I'm maybe I have a personal vendetta against him or something like that, but I just dislike his game because that's how he tries to play. He tries to bully people all the time. And I just dislike him for that. As in, I, I get it if you're playing a part like, like say, Dennis Rodman, right? He plays that part on the court. But this guy just actually just wanted to be a thug on the court. Like, come on, man, you're getting paid millions of dollars to play basketball to entertain the fans. Um, is that entertaining? Yeah, I mean, it's entertaining sometimes. But, I mean, that's why we're talking about it right now, right? So... Stuff like that happened, but I don't think you should be going at it with your, you know, your teammate like that. You know? But 
I think it should be broadcast. I think we need to know this. So what about you, Eric? You think from like the organization standpoint that a video like that should be shown? I mean, no, but it's going to get shown anyway. Social media is all over the place. So what I want to know is how much that dude was fine. Because if he did that in like an actual game against a different team, it'd be a lot. What it, how much does it cost to punch your own teammate is what I want to know. You know what I mean? I mean, as of right now, what they're saying, I think they are going to find him monetarily. They're talking about not really pulling him out of any games. But me personally, I don't think that video should have been shown. I think whoever showed the video should be punished. Um, just because, I mean, if you've played any sports, you know spats happen in practice all the time. You know, people get into it and not everybody knows about it. But now, just think about that. Like, you walking around, you Jordan Poole now, and everybody looking at you like, damn, man, he just got snuffed out by, by Draymond. <laughs> On the same team. Exactly. And what makes it even worse is they're – it's a contract year for both of them, and they're competing for an extension. So, yeah, I think that might have a little bit to do with it. That's what uh, some sources are saying, but, yeah, that's ugly. Well, I mean, practices, man, those those shouldn't be recorded in the first place. I mean, take, take for example, in the NFL, what was it, I think, last week? So it was Miami and uh, Cincinnati, right? Since the hurricanes come through, Miami couldn't practice in Florida. So they went up to uh, Ohio to practice. They were practicing, I think, using uh, one of the universities, like Fields. And their whole practice got recorded and put out on the Internet. Oh, so wow. a lot of people were saying this. that's also why that Miami I, I hate Miami. I'm a Bills fan, obviously. So, but either way, I think it's kind of jacked up because we go back to that whole uh, Bill Belichick crap back in the day with the recording shit. So when it comes to practices, there should be no cameras whatsoever. You know what I mean? But you can't stop no one from picking up their cell phone. I mean, true, but I know in the NBA when it came to, who was it, Ben Simmons, he brought his phone into practice and uh, they find him and everything. I think that should be something that should have taken place. You know, people having cameras in that facility probably should have been, they should have been reprimanded. But I know that dude, whoever recorded that video, I know they got a hefty payday. Oh, big time. Something I, I didn't think about <laughs> that I didn't add to the list, but I know you probably got a little bit more of an opinion on it. So what do you think about what happened to uh, Tua? Oh, getting knocked out? Yeah. Like, who who do you think should be at fault for that? No one really. I mean, obviously that stuff happens. But in the week prior, so now you have to look at what happened to him. He got that – he got knocked in the head. And that team, Miami, didn't follow protocol. So now he got hit again. And it wasn't really that big of a hit. And then he started throwing up them gang signs on the ground. So I don't know. You, it, you, the NFL went back to this whole thing too when they changed the rules to where it could protect players, but at the same time, you can't stop head injuries because it's an inherent dangerous, uh, like dangerous sport. You know what I mean? So I don't think really anything anyone should be at fault except for the Miami head coach and offensive coordinator for Lent to continue after the week prior when he definitely got concussed and you could see it too. And what about you, Matt? That's true. I, I agree with what he just said right there is in him playing again. 
after you can clearly see that you know he was con he was concussed. But yeah, that boy needs to do some neck exercise or something, man. No, I'm, 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 I'm making light of it, but like if you look at both of those plays, like him getting slammed on the ground, I'm quite sure you guys play football as well, right? So, you know, a couple of times after you get hit, you get hit on the ground a couple of times, your head automatically snaps like that. For some reason, like now to this day, if I fall or something like that, my head, I, I cognizant, I try to stay cognizant of keeping my head from striking the ground, right? It's almost like a natural reaction. And his head was just pounding the, the concrete. But I mean, it's sometimes his self. I mean, I blame Tua himself because sometimes we, we, we try to go harder than we should. You know, we see it, you know, us being in the military as well. When they tell you you should go to sick call or they disparage you from going to sick call and you don't go when you're hurt or something like that. You know what I mean? So I think that she should have took it up on himself, you know, not to play because he can, he can go back and watch those videos as well. So he can tell, or, or he knows he's concussed. But I, I get it, you're trying to help your team, but you're doing a detriment at the same time, you know, if stuff like this happens. So you should have took a couple of days off, man. I mean, a couple of weeks off, a couple of, you know, like two or three weeks, you know, get itself back together. But that's my take on it. So I look at it, I, I look at it more from Max's side, but just to kind of add, you know, fuel to the fire, do you think that if, do you think that two is a shoe should sue? Excuse me. Sue who? Himself? The team, or at least the doctors. Um, again, two, you don't know what he actually did, and he could have said, "Hey, man, I can't play." I, I don't think he should sue anybody. Just my take again, because who knows you better than yourself? You know. Um. A doctor is only asking you questions to see how you answer them to try to tell how you feel. But I mean, overall, I think you know how you feel. So I think it's on him himself. Yeah, my take, man. It's, I mean, and I get it. Like the league could have stopped. I mean, his team could have stopped him as, as well. But he took it upon himself to get out there, man. If you're hurt, you're hurt. Just like what I just was stating earlier. Well. In my honest opinion, I think they do need to take a look at that the concussion protocols again, and I think they need to like reevaluate the way that they do it. I mean, just simply, you know, just because you see that it wasn't effective in keeping him from that injury. And like you said, the hit, it wasn't even that bad of a hit, but just seeing him on the ground, like laid up, like like Eric was just saying, throwing up gang signs, that that kind of it was. It looked bad. Yeah. I mean, I thought he actually broke his fingers because even one of his um, teammates ran over there and grabbed his fingers, right? It looked like he was trying to, like, pull them back out, you know, like if you jam it or something because the way his fingers was, were bent, like, like backwards, you know, I don't think most people have dexterity to do that. I don't think his finger can actually do that itself. And also, like, his teammate ran over there. You can see him try to grab his fingers. But, I mean, after watching it several times and seeing how his head hit the ground, like, with the violence of which it struck the ground, it was, just, it was crazy. You know, I agree. You let you have something to say, Eric. Oh, no. I was looking at a text message. <laughs> no, prayers up for Tua and prayers up for Jordan Poole because he about to have a hard year. Yeah. <laughs>
and maybe he'll get paid more. Everyone likes the uh, – uh, never mind, I'm not going to say it. Everybody likes the good guy? Yeah. I don't know. Like, it wasn't your fault, man. I'm going to pamper you. No, I, no, dog, you got punched in the mouth. Probably because you're saying some dumb shit, too. Yeah, because I don't know what it is that he said, but I just know of all the people on the team that talk trash, too, I don't think Draymond would have been the person that I would have been yapping my mouth to, in all honesty. No, and especially if you're talking all that mess and you see him walking at you, put that. don't keep your hands at your sides. No, you know what made it even worse? What, when he pushed him? He's like, hey, what's up? He pushed him, but he moved himself back. Yeah. I think at that point, he knew. So maybe that punch was that bad. He was off balance because he couldn't push no one. And that, to me, that that, that was like the, the telltale sign he was about to catch one, like, bad. Before I even seen the headline, I seen the video, and I saw him push off. I was like, oh, no, this is about to be bad. <laughs> Yeah, man, I hate Draymond, so I'm glad it was recorded and put out. I know I'm opposing both of you guys. Um, and with the video, with people taking videos inside, man, I think some people are just trying to get an edge. You know, you don't know how long you're going to be on that team. Plus, you might have seen stuff like that already from Draymond, you know what I mean? And they're just trying to bring it to the light. I think it should be out. I mean, either way, because it goes to prove who this dude already is, man. That's Dude's just dirty. He's just straight up dirty, man. And again, it's probably just me being biased because I just don't like his game in itself. Nah, I, I've seen Draymond intentionally kick people in the nuts. Right. So, I mean, stuff like that needs to be out, man. So, and and with that, you know I mean? You kind of know what to say around him, even though he's, a, he's responsible for his own emotions, regardless of what Jordan Poole said. I mean, yeah, words hurt. We all know that, but you're still in charge of your own, you know, your own feelings. So you dictate them. I mean. I also feel like the NBA is full of divas, man. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> it's just the nature of the sport, though, man. It's no need yeah. for you in basketball, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no need for you to basically tackle somebody in basketball. So, I mean, they're, they're allowed to. It's just like, if you say that in tennis, like, man, they're divas in tennis, man. Ain't nobody. Oh, big time. Contact. You know, it's just the nature of the game itself. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, basketball is a little bit more rough for them. Just, I'm just going on the other side of the spectrum where these dudes are on a different side of the net, you know what I mean? But, yeah, I mean, basketball is not a physical sport. They don't even wear equipment for it to be physical, right? Like football or, or say, hockey. You know, they wear those protective gear for a reason because, hey, it gets physical in here. So, I mean, they can be divas. I mean, I think that's it. I mean, that's, that's all I got on it. No, yeah. That's, like, I see it from both sides. I mean, it's just because, for the most part, I mean, I know Eric watched a lot of contact sports. So, like, hockey and uh, football and stuff like that. Uh, he's more of a fan of those. Yeah, I guess it could look like they are divas. And I do, as much as you don't like Draymond, I do like what he brings to the game in regards to that physicality. I mean, because a lot of times, a lot of those dudes think they're hard on the court. And then when something like that happens, 
they learn real quick. Like maybe I ain't as hard as I thought I was. And I do like seeing those moments sometimes. Yeah, I mean, and I like the opposing view because I like to see it from different, you know, aspects as well. And so I've always, you know, played devil advocate for the most part, just to see what other people think on certain things that if they go along with me, you see what I'm saying? So I like this discourse, you know, for the most part. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it's always good, especially for a cohesive podcast for somebody to play both sides. So usually I try to like play the other side just a little bit, but for the most part, the views that we all have are pretty like pretty similar. And depending on what the topic is, it's kind of hard to, you know, kind of hard to be on that other side of the fence, especially if you really don't believe in whatever it is that you're trying to like convey. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've always noticed I have, a, I have an impulse um, mindset, I guess, where I'm always opposing someone for some reason. I mean, it's possibly I don't see stuff like everyone else. And I think it's a good thing for myself. You know what I mean? Like, so some people used to tell me, like, um, if you're not seeing stuff the same way as everybody else, man, you're, you're the issue. You know what I mean? And I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? Because I do see stuff on both sides as well. You know what I mean? So I, I don't have to play it sometimes. I like to play the devil's advocate when I'm when somebody agrees with what I say. So because I want to see it from a different side. I don't want to, you know, just take that one view for the most part. And I got you. Hey, so just moving on from this. So a little bit more of a serious topic. So the city allowed the uh, University of Pennsylvania, and we're talking about Philadelphia here, all right? They allowed a researcher named Dr. Albert, uh, what is it, Dr. Albert Kligman to conduct dermatological, biochemical, and pharmaceutical experiments that intentionally exposed about 300 inmates to viruses, fungus, asbestos, and chemical agents, including dioxin, which is a, a component of chemical orange, or agent orange, excuse me. And this happened a while ago, like a long while ago, I believe it's either in the 70s or uh, the 50s to the 70s is when these experiments were conducted. And now they're just starting to speak on it because, you know, right now is the time for everything to come into light. Um, but depending on, I mean, I, I just want to ask you all this. So do you think that it's okay for them to conduct experiments on prisoners that might have, well, let me tailor this question a little bit better. Do you think it's okay to conduct, uh, nobody's gonna think it's okay. I don't even know how I'm gonna frame it. Now, just the biggest thing is just- um, Go ahead. Different time, man. Say the again? 50s were a different time, so you already know they did some fucked up shit. No, absolutely. And yeah, I was gonna say all those uh, and it was more than just them that got hit with the uh, the Agent Orange back in the day. I mean, we hear stories about it all the time. Also, too, that was a time when they uh, treated people with many uh, mental like handicaps uh, pretty rough in in asylums. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Like me and my wife was having a conversation. We was watching a show, and. The dude was like, yeah, my wife's being disagreeable, so I'm gonna take her right to the insane asylum. And I was like, and they gave her a lobotomy. I was like, whoa. I was like, that's a little uh, it's a little much. 
Just mush that brain real quick. Hey, don't don't disagree with me. <laughs> now, so my biggest thing is when it comes to prisoners, right? Do you think that they should have the same amount of rights as us normal folks? And I'm not talking about in regards to getting stuff tested on them and things like that, but I don't know if y'all have seen it as of late, but prisoners have cell phones, prisoners have, they're able to pretty much get anything that they want, depending on the prison. Like they can get Jordans, they can get cell phones, all that stuff. Do you think that they should have those same freedoms while they're inside of the prison system? Yeah, depending on which, like low security, like, I don't know, federal prison systems are pretty, uh, pretty lenient for the most part, depending on the crime and what, what level of crime you've committed to where you are. But I mean, yeah, everybody has the same amount of rights until you void, void those rights. So that's why your freedom gets taken away from you. You know what I mean? That's why you can't go outside or this, that, and the other. So, I mean, yeah, whatever. They can have a pair of shoes or my cousin used to sneak cell phones through the walls in the bathrooms all the time. He'd be putting shit on uh, Facebook and all that stuff. I'm like, how the fuck is he still doing this? Hey, man, I don't know. That's a hard one. Because you can't, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, fuck those people. You know what I mean? They're people too. They just uh, either made a mistake or they blatantly made a mistake. You know what I mean? So like I said, they voided certain rights. Yeah, I see that, man. But their punishment is, is I wouldn't say isolation, because you can't isolate all of them. Um, but they're isolated from their families and stuff that they can actually do you know, and take advantage of certain things. And that's just taking advantage because a lot of kids nowadays will be fine with being locked up in a, in a, in a cell with a video game and their cell phone. I mean, so they have, I mean, because this virtual world that we live in for the most part now, it's, it's like they're being, it's like they're free. They can still communicate whenever they want and so on and so forth. So I think while they're in jail, man, listen, you're in jail for a reason. You're gonna serve that time. That's your punishment. You don't get any of these freedoms, right? Because that's that's a that's part of freedom as well. So you know we're gonna strip you from those. You mean just like you said, you void all your rights. So go to jail, man. The only rights you get is to live at this point. And I mean, unless you actually um, commit a crime to where it leads to death. And to go back to the Philadelphia thing. So if you are sentenced to death. I think they should test some of those stuff on you because instead of just killing you and getting nothing out of it, you know, because they're doing human research, I think, right? I'm taking it from why would they be doing it? They're trying to probably trying to do some kind of human research because yeah, some of that stuff might work on monkeys and rats and stuff like that, but you actually need to test it on the actual, you know, hardware that you're going to install this software on. So I think you actually need to do it that way. So that's just my take on it. I mean, if they're sentenced to death, like if you got locked up for, you know, we'll say selling drugs, right? I get it. You sold some drugs, but still somebody had to come to you to purchase those drugs. So um, it's, it's, I think it's 50-50. You're selling it, somebody is buying it. Because if you don't want it, I don't know if, I mean, we don't do drugs, I'm, I'm assuming because we're in the military, right? So I'm not going out buying no drugs. I mean, I have no reason to go. I mean, I know a lot of people that sell drugs. So it's a 50-50. I think it's a 50-50 transaction. So people like that shouldn't be tested on because 
they just had a minor infraction. They should be out in a little bit, right? Yeah. Because how long would you get for having, you know, 10 bags of weed, selling 10 bags of weed? You shouldn't be in there that long, right? So shouldn't be tested on some carcinogens such as Agent Orange, just like you stated earlier, because that's going to lead to cancer, you know, pretty soon. So that's, that's my take on that as well. I think I figured out how I was going to frame the question. All right. So let's say we have prisoners that were on death row. And let's say we can go ahead and you can give them some type of leniency if they go ahead and they get tested with all of these different chemicals. Do you think that should be something that should be okay? Len leniency, yeah. So when we're talking leniency, we're going to say... Instead of death, like let's say if they do a certain amount of experiments, they just get life in prison and then they do a certain amount of experience, experiments. And let's say we can cut that down to like, I don't know, like 80, 90 years or some shit like that. I mean, so either way, they're still going to die in prison. Because, I mean, capital, capital punishment's crazy and it's always tricky too with the certain states they still have it available. Um, because a lot, some nine times out of 10, yeah, that person did that shit, but there's always that one person who was maybe an accessory or wasn't even close and um you got put on death row you know what i mean but you also too when you you're asking that question uh if you look up into alcatraz right when lsd was a big thing so all those prisoners too were offered lighter sentences to get experimented on voluntarily uh for the lsd trials right and a lot of them got out uh of Alcatraz, obviously, either when a they shut it down or they reached their uh, their their end of their sentence, and then they went out into the world and fucked shit up. Look at James Whitey Bulger, for example. He was in LSD clinic trial too in Alcatraz and shit like that. You know what I mean? That dude got out and he was a criminal, big time <laughs> criminal. <laughs> and it's not even like, and you could you could you could link a lot of that stuff too. Yeah, that man was a violent man anyway, but still too, that dude was all fucked up. Um I don't know. I just find shit like that interesting. I did a lot of studies on uh stuff for capital punishment and like what what so this this side, that side, and all this shit. So I don't know. When it comes to testing crazy shit like that, I don't I think it should stay out of prison systems, but then again, what 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 like what why and where what what is the purpose of this? And obviously in the fifties, there's a lot of shit going down with our conflicts. So they wanted to test a lot of these shits to where nothing could get out of those prison systems. Everything happened in those prison systems and they stayed there because a lot of those people died in there. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna let you get it in a second, Mac, but I do wanna ask this question. So let's say in regards to, you know, when COVID first happened, and let's say that we had those prisoners that were locked up and you know that COVID was really rampant. It was running through the prison system like crazy. My question is, do you think that they should have tested the COVID vaccine on death row inmates? Hell yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I'm saying too. Like, I agree with them. They don't get out. They should test that COVID vaccine on those death row inmates. And instead of giving them leniency on time, they're the one that's getting the Jordans and the, the cell phones, right? So that's what they get in turn for helping humanity in itself because they are helping 
to an extent, right? Because we're getting that research information through them. So that's, I, I do think that. So yeah, I, I agree with them actually doing that on death row inmates. But also too, you gotta think as well, uh, clinical trials on prisoners, right? So those prisoners have a lot more ailments than, you know, someone who's not in the prison system because those prisons and those jails are fucking filthy. You know what I mean? So people can go in there with nothing, right? Come out years later and have disgusting fucking diseases and it's no fault of their own, you know what I mean? So if you're going to test something like that on someone, it could have a positive or a negative effect on someone in the prison system that it does on someone who's outside of the prison system, you know what I mean? Okay. So I don't that would be a good test because those those guys have either like crazy immune systems because they have some crazy shit or that you know what i mean you know what i'm getting at right now but i don't think it would be a good controlled uh test yeah, it's not a good controlled environment for yeah. what they're trying to test it on i got you yeah so yeah the area of control like yeah it won't be an actual good experiment because the control like the variables are different yeah big time i hear that and I was going to say, I kind of sit on the side of, you know, they, I think they should incorporate something like that. But something just popped up in my head because my brain works real fucking random sometimes is what in the hell are you doing with Jordans in prison? Hey, man. Hey, you still got to impress that, you know, that your, your, your partner in there. You see what I'm saying? Hey, we get, we get, some of do stayed in there forever, man. They they just transitioned. I mean, you got to get that love in. I'm guessing. I don't know. You know what I mean? So you still got to impress people when they come in. You know what I mean? Nasty Nate. I don't get it either. I'm just I'm just coming up with some bull crap. I don't, I don't know because why would you need it? I wouldn't care what I have. It's just like they say for males for the most part, right? The reason you get a, a cool car is to impress a female, right? Some people are gonna say no or whatever, but if I can live. If I could live in a cardboard box with the, the the ugliest car, but it gets me back and forth to work, wouldn't give a crap. You know what I mean? So that's that would be essentially the same thing I would look at it as in jail. I don't need nothing. They give me my food. I could wear some flip-flops all day. I wouldn't care if I had no damn Jordans. You know what I mean? Why would I care? Cocktail. Fruit. <laughs> I'm gonna want some cocktail. <laughs> Big facts. Hey, but no, um, hey, what was I getting ready to get at? I just totally lost my train of thought. But no, I agree. And it was just a random thought I was having. I was like, yeah. Oh, that's what it was. That show, not Beyond Scared Straight, Love After Lockup. That's what it, I was just thinking about, how, you know, they have all these phones and whatnot, and they talk to all these random people on the outside of jail and I don't know, just those relationships to me are like kind of crazy and none of them ever really worked, except if they knew them beforehand. But yeah, no, that was just a random thought I was having. Um, yeah, that's always weird. I've never seen that show you're talking about, but that's always a thing too, is like fan mail is what a lot, a lot of people get, like higher profile shit. So if you look back in time too, all these high profile like court cases and all this shit, they get locked up for life. All of a sudden they're married like fucking three months later, you know what I mean? To someone that have no clue who they are, it's just a fucking fan of a serial killer, which is fucking insane too. Yeah, and like nobody locks them people up. I think I always thought that was like crazy as hell. 
It's like you have people who are literally waiting outside the prison to just talk to these women. Like they write them and I don't know. It's always weird how they get in these relationships. But you look like you had something to say, Mac. No, I mean, I I never saw never saw what you're talking about either. But just think about it, man. I don't know. I mean, you have to be really desperate to talk to somebody in jail, <laughs> you know, because I guess you know that they're not doing anything. They'll be as truthful as possible to you, you think. But people in jail are the most conniving, and you know they 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 operate off working off mind tricks for the most part. Right. So, I mean, some of those people you can't trust, they're in there for a reason anyways. But when people are desperate, man, they do anything. And I was just reading something about, you know, when you're desperate, you know, is in you don't want to trust somebody that's desperate because they'll do anything. You know what I mean? It's just like somebody desperate for fame. Just like I don't know, like how female porn star get into the business. Right. Because a lot of them want to be um actors and they're desperate to be actors and somebody sell them on hey if you come over here and do this porn man i know this person that will get you into the business because which female would want to embarrass her I'm, I'm i'm speaking from a male perspective i don't know because some of these females on on porn sites they're they're super attractive we, we can't deny that you know what i mean like who convinced you to do that and that's from being desperate because that's what I, I was reading on this and you know they, they'll come from small country or smart, a small town somewhere, go to California, trying to be a superstar, you know, meet the wrong person, throw them in a porn video, you know, because they're desperate to be the star. And that's where they end up because I don't want to see you on my screen now knowing that you're a porn star, like, you know, but that's what I'm trying to get at. You know, desperate people will do anything, you know what I mean? So why would you want to talk to somebody in jail, man? And you have some, one of the, one of, one of them is desperate and he's not the person in jail. It's the person on the outside. And yeah, I was going to say, I was going to chime in on that porn thing, but I don't want to get too far down that rabbit hole because yeah, I could, I could talk about that. But anyway, the, uh, so on the show, a lot of times, well, there's both men and women that are searching for people that are inside prison. And what you see most of the time is that these people are just using them for money for the commissary and just to get over on them and then a lot of times once they get out they the relationships kind of dissolve and a lot of them are like super toxic but it's always funny well it's not funny because it, these is people these are people's lives but yeah it's just one of those things that I always watching i'm like yeah it couldn't be me yeah that's what i'm saying the person in jail man they're they're there for a reason they're they're not good upstanding citizen some of them are but that's that's a minority you know and i mean they might be the anomaly that's a really good person that just got locked up on something that they wasn't supposed to get locked up on but most of those guys man they're they're scammers so yeah of course i'm gonna talk to you you want to marry me i'll marry you i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna marry you all day you're sending me money like you're saying right you get in your commissary soon as i'm back out because i'm not the desperate one you are that's what we're getting at with people being desperate once that person get out i don't need you anymore it's all these people out here I can utilize, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, while we're still on the uh, the topic of jail, I do want to, you know, talk about President Biden pardoning all the people that are locked up for simple marijuana charges. I think that definitely deserves a round of applause. I don't know if I have it on here. I don't. So I'm going to go ahead and I'll put it in. I'll post that one. But I do think that was a good way to... Uh, 
that's a good start because you know a lot of people are locked up for that crime bill the crime bill talks about cocaine so that has nothing to do with that but the fact that we have you know dispensaries that look more high-tech than apple does and they're selling weed i mean a lot of people should have been released a long time ago so i do think that's a great thing um yeah, yeah. now go ahead it, it, that also all depends too yeah so minor minor charge with marijuana right something something that's punishable by you know imprisonment or whatever yeah that's cool if that's all they were doing but then you got to think about those people who were uh crossing country lines you know that that goes along a different set of laws right there you know what i mean to bring it to this to distribute so if you look at the dispensaries everyone who owns a dispensary is like a millionaire already because they have to pay so much so whatever whatever all that but um like the minor weed charges yeah he got locked up because he had fucking whatever intent to sell on you when you got pulled over for a busted tail like cool but then again you got to keep looking deeper in what else was that person doing to catch charges to land them in prison or not prison or jail whatever for longer than what a year and a half 18 months you know what i mean yeah no i got you if he's partnering people for like the short amount of time like say i got pulled over today and i had like a big fat sack of fucking <laughs> some uh weed on me and i get locked up and i get partnered i'm like oh cool you know what i mean but there's always that there's always someone who's always doing more, but they just happen to only get caught for that marijuana. No, nah, yeah, a lot of times those uh, those charges kind of add up. But mm. I think, you know, a lot of times whenever people got pulled over and, you know, they just had like a little dime bag that was the reason why they got locked up. I think they should be released. Some of them are still locked up to this day. It's day. To this day. <laughs> to this day. How many does there have? <laughs> I mean, and to hit on some of those laws as well, just like you're saying, like some people in California too. So I think if you have like a gun with some weed, obviously that that brings a terror. I, I don't know how it's worded when it comes to, you know, being locked up or whatever. But I know that goes up if you have like an actual weapon yeah. with the drugs, right? So if, if that's the case, yeah, I mean, I think they should stay in jail. Probably it's, it's, I, it's, we're rolling the dice here because we don't really know, right? That person just might carry a gun just because they want to carry it, but they also just smoke weed. I might just have two or three bags smoking weed because I, I, you know, I used to smoke. Um, and I might have been carrying my concealed carry. And it might look wrong. I mean, but you kind of put yourself in that position. It's, you know, because ignorance is never an excuse. You can't say, well, I didn't know the law. And that in that sense, so you know, I mean, so we, we don't know. So you, you have to be punished, you know, according to the law, because it seemed like you're selling drugs, right? So, um, but me, like I said, I used to smoke as well. So I mean, I don't think people that's actually using it for recreation are just using it. Period. If you're using it, I don't think you should be locked up for it. And then that goes into it's a business as well. It's just like you can get locked up if you have a business and you're not paying tax, right? So if, if they're selling that on a large scale to where they're making a whole bunch of money, they're not paying tax, right? The dispensary that you're speaking of, they're actually paying tax. You know what I mean? They have to pay tax and you know it helps the, the, the city, state, 
whatever, you know, helps as well. So it's it's hard for me to to pick a side as in should they get released or not? What what did they get locked up for? What on what level were they, you know, dealing with this, you know, controlled substance at the time? Because at the time it was controlled. I mean, like now it's not, but it's a lot of stuff to look into. I can't, I can't just pick a side on that right now. Like, but if you're using it for recreation, hell no, should get right out. No, and I'm pretty sure that's uh that's the line that they're pretty much leaving it at. I know they're not gonna let out. I mean, I would at least hope they would do their research and not let out any dangerous criminals, you know. But something I I just uh so there was a topic I came up with last night. And it was um, so I was looking at the, the Kanye West like fashion show pictures, right? He had on the White Lives Matter T-shirts, which I don't really care about. Right, that is what it is. I mean, if you've watched this podcast long enough, you know how I feel about Kanye West. I mean, he's one of those dudes to me that, I mean, he does a lot of stupid shit, but in my eyes, he can't really do any wrong. He's a human like everybody else. Blah blah blah. But my biggest issue that I have with what he did this last time is, and it's not just what he did last time, it's even in the interviews when he speaks about people, about validation, right? So a lot of times, it doesn't matter, it's human nature for us to seek out validation from different people, but it's about who you're seeking that validation through. So my question for y'all is, where should we be looking for validation and how do you know if you're looking for validation in the wrong things? I mean, because Kanye West, he wants to be this fashion icon, right? He wants to be this person. He speaks about all these people that he says are his peers, like Balenciaga, Ralph Lauren, and all those people. But I think he needs to look for the validation in himself. I don't think he needs to be looking outwardly. I think he needs to be looking more inwardly. But for everybody, we all have different things that we look for validation in, like... Me personally, I look for validation from my wife and my kids, um, from just, you know, certain people. Like, I can't say everybody I'm looking for validation from, like maybe like close friends, like from you guys. Like, I wanna make sure that I'm doing right by you guys and stuff like that. So what about y'all? Like, what, like, uh, where do you guys look for validation? And uh, how do you know if, what you're looking for that validation for is the wrong thing. Oh, shit. I just want to be appreciated by the people that live in my house. I think you answered the question yourself, though, then, you know, you're looking for validation in yourself. Because if you, think, if you think you're good with yourself, I mean, the people who you're probably seeking validation from, you, you'll already have it from them. You know what I mean? Like, if you're, if you're saying you're, you think... If you're looking for validation, is it I'm a, am I the best dad? You know what I mean to your kids. Of course they're gonna see that. I mean, if you're if you're cognizant of what you're doing to you know be that best person for him. To Kanye West, I mean the dude is a genius. However you might want to look at him, he's weird. He's stupid. We're talking about it right now, right? We're talking about him right now. And Kanye West is up there with those peers, is in which who you state at this point um just on his shoe sales by itself but he's just a marketing genius man he knows what he's doing and that leads to multiple people talking about him so more people are going to check his product out so he's a genius however you might want to look at it 
you might not think it's the right way of him going about it, but that's genius, man. The dude is genius and he won't take no for an answer, which I which I like. I, I like that in him, you know what I mean? Because that's how we have to be as humans in itself, because that's something I've liked my entire life. And so I, when I see him do stuff like that, when people tell him no, because when it came to the, you know, like the fashion and stuff, they were constantly telling him no, but he would never stop, you know what I mean? And look where he's at right now. He could he could have easily stopped way before we even knew he he sold, he, he was into fashion because for the most part when he came out with music, because I'm obviously older, so I know all of his old stuff, didn't know this dude was into fashion. And I just thought he used to just dress weird, you know what I mean? Because I mean, where I'm from, like my culture, just and in his way he dressed and stuff like that, it was just like the dude is just weird. But you know, he's resilient as hell. So I mean, I give him credit for that. I mean, so to to go back to that, I mean, I think he's a genius. I don't think he's seeking validation. I just think he knows what he's doing to put himself out there for the most part. Because just like you were saying, as in the people he considered their his peers. I mean, you ever seen a, a Balenciaga commercial? Never, right? So he's trying to build it to where he gets there. Once a lot of people know who he is, I'm quite sure Kanye will fall into the background because he's smart. He knows what he's doing. You know what I mean? That's that's my take on it. You know what I mean? No, so the only thing, the only reason why I say that I think he's seeking validation in the wrong places is because of the, the shirts, the White Lives Matter shirts, which we all know those like Black Lives Matter, White Lives Matter, it comes with a certain level of attention. I mean, and you know, he is who he is. My biggest thing is, I think he's trying to be a little bit extra in regards to that campaign. But I just think that he, all he has to do is just be himself and he's able to sell anything. Like anything that is attached to Kanye is gonna make money. Like I spent $200 on this thing, right? All because Kanye's name was attached to it. And just little stuff like that. He's a marketing genius. And these things have sold a lot. It's $200 and all it does, it holds about 30 something songs, but it's able to like break down the stems for the songs. I've even bought in like uh like some of the gap stuff. He does he don't need to do that. And that but that's my opinion on that. To you, because I mean, you might have came up in that culture where you listen to that music. Everybody don't listen to rap music, so a lot of people probably wouldn't know Kanye West, right? And when did he when did he wear that white lab t-shirt at a fashion show, a fashion expo? Perfect. Who is this guy? And now you have people looking into him. Oh, he sells clothes, right? He's he knows what he's doing. I mean, you might just I, what I was saying earlier is him wearing that. I mean, because I I was I know where he wore it. I mean, it was at at a fashion show. So I mean, so all these people going out that's into fashion because that's what he's into will start paying more attention to him. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's a smart it's a smart move. Yeah, because he knows how to market. Exactly. He's just marketing. Exactly. Marketing and and if we're talking about validation too, if he's trying to seek validation, I think. Uh, within marketing is uh comes what money right and money always skews shit money always makes you think kind of crazy and do weird shit especially since he has so much and he just it's that power to have more 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 it's kind of greed but at the same time like we said and i think we talked about this before marketing it's all about marketing because 
he's got you on what you just held up, right? Maybe I don't want that. Maybe I want want a pair of Yeezys, though. You know what I mean? So there's something for everybody else. No, I got you. I definitely understand that. So actually, this just gave me a really good question. So do you think that the more money you have, do you think money makes you not a loser? Or like if you if you feel like you're like a lame person, you think money makes you not lame? No, you're still a loser. You're just a rich loser. What about you, Meg? You think the same? I mean, depends on how you're looking at it, man. Like, so like he says, if, if you're a loser, you're always gonna be a loser. But you know, if if you have money, it, it makes you somebody else because we're all going for it, just like you were saying with greed earlier. I mean, as, I wouldn't say it's because of greed and it's, it's survival. It's, it's like us. We go to work for 12 hours a day just for a paycheck, man. 12 hours a day. <laughs> <You know>? so, <laughs> yeah, but no. we need that money. He essentially, he doesn't necessarily need all that extra stuff or anybody for that matter as far as like millionaires go. I mean, I know. I mean, at that point, it's just a status thing. It's just like they're saying like all these billionaires, all they do now is see who can buy the biggest boat. Just to just to prove that I have a bigger boat than you, they don't need that money, huh? Or sell you the bigger boat. You know what I mean? But they don't need they they don't need it. It's just it's just a status thing at that point. You know what I mean? Listen, I have this much because think about like Jeff Bezos. He probably couldn't spend his money. He probably couldn't spend it. He probably he run out of things to buy. I'm, I'm, I'm probably sure he has all the toys that he'll ever need. He's got his own jet. Probably got a helicopter. I know he had a boat because that's all I was stating that where he got his boat built in somewhere in Europe where he had to knock down this this medieval bridge, right? He had to pay them, knock the bridge down so his boat can get through it and then put a bridge back up. That's how much money this dude has, man. So I like I like that you brought up Jeff Bezos, right? Because Jeff Bezos was at a party. Leonardo DiCaprio walks up and Jeff Bezos has this girl that he just brought in, you know, that she was uh, like they were a, a thing, but they were like a new thing. And this girl is like chatting up Leo and Leo took his girl. And that goes to show you it don't matter how much money you got. At the end of the day, like a player gonna play, a loser gonna lose. You ever seen him talk to people in interviews and stuff? It's super awkward. So like I was saying, I mean, he, he was a he was a scrub before he's still a scrub. He's just a fucking multi-billionaire hey, scrub. You're a rich scrub now. That's all. Yeah, yeah rich scrub. <laughs> but 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 now, but I'm saying with that money though, he has access to a lot more. Like he probably wouldn't even be able to talk to that girl if he didn't have any money. She probably wouldn't even look at him. You know what I mean? Because I'm quite sure they were in probably like a, if if Leo's there and Jeff is there, it's a high-end place, right? So I mean. For the most part, she probably wouldn't even have looked at him, you know? True, but that money ain't keep her around. No, that money yeah. doesn't keep her around. Like, uh, what was the zero gravity thing? Or he went in a, a jet or a rocket or some shit, and he's like, oh, hell yeah, like acting real weird. Or we'll go to Russell Wilson in his most recent commercials talking about that Broncos Let's Ride shit. I watched that like three times. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Let's ride. It's like, yo, dog. I'm not normal. Don't try to get all up into it. 
Or if he yeah. when he's going into a fucking practice session, he mimics like he's slapping hands with people who aren't there. The dude's fucking awkward. And one thing I should probably do is we shouldn't I shouldn't make it sound like, you know, being, you know, one of those dudes is like lame or anything. But what I mean is that it's not gonna give you the the people skills and like those people skills mean something. I'm saying though, I mean you can you can get to it because then you can develop it. You'll be in a you can you can you can hire people to to teach you how to talk. There's there's people that out here that that goes around to show celebrities how to talk, how to be social, you know. So money does a lot for you, man. I mean, yeah, you're still a scrub because you're innately you're you you were you were a scrub because you came up all this time in your life as a scrub, but it can change a lot of things. You know what I mean? It can it can make you go from a scrub to being somebody. You know, what I mean? Mac, let me ask you this. So would you rather have billions of dollars or would you rather be able to bend people to your will or have them do whatever you want them to do? Would you well, rather have all the money in the world or bend people to like get people to bend to your will? My money's gonna do that. No. It's not for the that. most part. My, for the most part, my money's gonna my money's gonna make you act accordingly. You know what I mean? It is. I mean, what about you, Eric? Would you rather have all the money? Well, I would rather have the money just because I want the money and I don't really care about people anyway. Yeah, what about you? I was about to say, I'll take the money. I don't give a fuck everybody else. I mean, like I said, man, money's going to put you in, in certain place. I know they said money is not everything and it won't buy you happiness, but they got to speak for themselves. They can't speak for me because I'll be happy as fuck if I have, you know, if I can get whatever I want because at the end of the day, I just, I want to be happy and for the most part, that takes me purchasing certain things, right? So if you guys don't know, obviously I, I love motorcycles for one, right? So I'm not saying I don't, I mean, I have, a, I have motorcycles already, but I just love toys as in cars, you know, anything that has to deal with like motorsport. I, I would like my own airplane or a helicopter, you know what I mean? I'll be happy as hell because tell me, because I'm saying, yeah, we're social creatures and we want people around us and so on and so forth. I mean, do I really? I mean, I, I, I can just go to the store and be social. I can just go out and be social. I go to the mall and be social. I can just walk up to, to any random person, talk to them for a couple of minutes. And it will satisfy all my social needs I need. You know what I mean? Just like I told you at the beginning of the podcast, I'm at the house. I'm cool hanging out here. You know what I mean? And I moved out to the country where I'm at right now for that whole purpose. I don't want to be around all these people. I, I mean, think I'm, I said that. I moved out. We all live in the country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we all live in the country. I mean, I'm from a major. I'm from Philadelphia, just like your state, man. I'm from a major city, and you know, I'm a recluse for the most part. And I lived in an apartment, and I got tired of saying hi to my neighbors, even though I didn't want to say it. But I had to conjure up all this emotion. Put it on my face and smile because I'm not a smiley person. Hey, how you doing? Good morning. I don't want to do that crap. I want to pull up in my driveway, go right in my house. You know? So I would rather, I mean, I'll have the money, man, because I can buy my happiness, you know? I mean, yeah. And for me, actually, that's kind of a loaded question because right now I have a wife and kids and stuff. So yeah, the money will buy me freedom and whatnot. But if it were a younger me, I probably would take 
the gift of being able to get people to manipulate and well not i don't, I don't want to say manipulate because manipulate always sounds like a bad word i mean it, it has a negative connotation but i always use it too and people always take take the negative aspect of it i don't know what you're getting at though yeah if i was younger i would definitely take those skills over any other skills because you can get money with those skills but me right now, no, give me the money. Same job right now. Just give me a cool 300000 and we I'll be good. <laughs> yeah, I forgot we went over this. He real, yeah. Eric real cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I mean, I'm the same way, man. I'll take it too because, <clears throat> like, my dream car, it's not a Lamborghini or a Bugatti. I just want a Porsche. I mean, I want a goddamn Cobra. That's all I want, man. Not that flash. I'll bet you I'd be happy as hell. Huh? I just want to stop paying bills. <laughs> I just want my Cobra. And, and now I'm not even going to lie. The, the, the new Corvette, man, that thing, you know, it's sexy to me, man. I get one of those, man. I'm happy. You can't tell me nothing. I have a limited wait till, wait till the next one come out. The next one? Rolling them out. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's gonna be something else you're gonna want more. That's why I never look at like money and material things like that. But I don't want to keep going down this rabbit hole. I want to go ahead and wrap this up because I think we are coming up on an hour. And I just want to go ahead and get you guys' uh, thoughts. And uh, just what do you want to say to the uh, to the people? Yeah, go ahead, man. Um, you know, I don't I don't have much. I I'm honored to be back. I mean, if you guys haven't checked out the other podcast from earlier. I was all jacked up. I mean, I looked at it myself. I was like, damn, I wouldn't even want myself back. So y'all need to go check that out so you can get some laughs or something. Be like, we got eight of this dude is. Right. So go check that stuff out. Um, I'm gonna try, I'm trying to start my my own little YouTube thing. Old dude music review. That's me, the old dude, because my son's gonna have a couple of music because I'm always shooting all that nonsense down that he'd be playing. Right. So we're gonna try that. So just give that a little bit. I'll, let you know whenever that that thing comes out but i've been working on my little area for or my little studio where, where which in in which i want to do that so that's all i gotta say man and, and thanks for having me back i appreciate it i mean absolutely Shit, like i said i'll keep the same job just anyone who wants to slide me three hundred thousand, please do i'm good Hey, he'll do anything you want for 300K. Hey, man. <laughs> anything. No, you're going to get a bunch of calls, man. <laughs> and put your number in the uh, in the description. Oh, fuck with you. Fuck, no, man. Hey, I'll actually, before, since you said that, I'll tell a real quick story. I had a buddy of mine who, uh, you remember when Craigslist had those weird ads and shit like that? Yeah. So... Someone did it to him, but it was less, whatever, and he thought it was me. And without me knowing, he put, my middle name is Carmen, right? So he made an ad saying my name was Carmen, all this, that, and the other boyfriend just broke up. Put my fucking phone number in the thing, right? Dog, I swear to Christ. And this was, this was maybe like 12, 13 years ago, so the cell phones with the text messages weren't as receptive. Yeah. So after a while, my phone just froze up because, oh, my God, dude, there were so many pictures. And I already imagined that I already know you guys know what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah. I couldn't, I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I was got so sick of it. There's one dude 
or person sent me a picture and I responded. I was like, Hey, I told him what was up. You know what I mean? Not expecting this guy because he just showed me his fucking manhood on a cell phone. Not expecting this guy to be so cool. He's like, Oh yeah, man, here you go. I asked him, I was like, Hey, uh, yo, I'm not a female. Someone fuck with me. Uh, please send me the link so I could go get rid of it. He's like, Oh, no problem, brother. And he sent me the fucking link. <laughs> you know what I mean? How do you think like that dude? What I want, I just want to know what was going through his head. He's like, Hell yeah, look at this fucking thing. Bam. And then he gets a message back saying, Hey, dude, this is a guy. Uh, what's up? Can I get that link? And he's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here you go. I wonder if he's still out there just thinking about that. Like, hey, maybe I should just stop. Well, again, that was over a decade ago, but maybe I should just stop sending my uh dick to people. I don't know. Don't send your dick to people and then give me three hundred thousand. That's what's up. Now he probably locked up. You can get locked up and send your dick to people nowadays. Yeah, it's illegal in California. I heard they came out with a, a new law where you can't send unsolicited, you know, body part pics. <laughs> it's crazy. You brought that up earlier. That's a whole conversation right there. I ain't yeah, know that's a whole conversation. Thing. You were saying that thing about those people getting that money, you know, to go out. Hey, if I could right now send, uh, put a picture of the crease of my big toe on the internet and get paid for it, I would. But that's what I'm trying to say. One of your podcast topics should be how creepy dudes are, man. You know what I mean? Dudes are weird as hell because ain't no females paying for my paying to see your toes. I guarantee that. You know what I mean? Just like you were just saying. I think we talked about it before too, actually. No, yeah, we have. We definitely have. Okay. <laughs> hey, but no. Um, my biggest thing is just be careful who you seek validation from. Um, just make sure that. You know, the people that are around you, that you're doing your best to do right by them, the people that do right by you, all right? But this has been another episode of the We're Not Experts podcast. All right, this is Tiz, back at it again, and we out. Peace. All right.